Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. It's going to be a great show today. We got the Greg Wilson back. Hey, buddy. As well as Tyler Smith. Yo, yo, yo. Vince Michelle is running a little late. Um, it's going to be a great show. I want to thank Santa Cruz Medicinals. Listen, they have potent CBD infused coconut oil, olive oil, MCT oil, vape pens, and more. They're gluten free, they're vegan, they're paleo, and sugar free. Okay, it's lab tested, uh, made out of Santa Cruz, California, which is an amazing place. Go to scmedicinals.com. Scmedicinals.com. Mention roasted. I'm telling you, these guys, I take CBD all the time. And I love it. It's probably the only thing that actually relaxes me. I, I, really? I, I like it so much. I, I, I love it, for real. And then you can put this stuff in your coffee. You put it there. And I'm actually like, wow, this is what relaxing actually feels like, especially since my head is always going 5,000 miles an hour. And that's true. You, yeah, that's true. So I, I highly, think all comedians are in their heads a lot. I imagine THC <laughs> would kind of exacerbate that. More than calm it. It can. It can bring in a lot of paranoia that yeah. you don't get with the CBD. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. That's for sure. They also have a, a CBD infused clay mask. Okay. So uh, you guys want Ooh. your skin looking good? Uh, go to, uh, just go to S Santa. Oh, you can follow them on Instagram at Santa Cruz Missionals, at just at Santa Cruz Missionals and check them out. Also, Speedweed. Marijuana is legal in California and there's no reason you have to leave your house to get it. They will deliver it to you. Go to speedweed.com. They have everything from. Marijuana to CBD to edibles to THC sex lube to weed cookies to weed uh, just you name it breath strips I mean they got it okay candy. follow them candy, candy. follow really them candy. at Speedweed at Speedweed this guy, guy Gino runs it great great guy one of the huge supporter of MMA and comedy and I can't say enough nice things about him mention roasted you get ten dollars off orders a hundred dollars or more and that happens also with uh, com. So I've had the craziest weekend. Uh, and uh, Greg, I wanted you to come because I wanted you to hear these, these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell so me I finally it. shot my pilot. And, you know, <laughs> I shot half of it. Yeah. So basically, you know, I've been coaching wrestling for 13 years. And, I, and I'm always like, hey, uh, I'm always telling people stories. Hey, look what happened at practice. Everyone's like, that's a movie. That's a movie. Right, so right. Finally, oh, that's right. You're pilot. That's finally, right. I sat my ass down and I like wrote the movie, right? Right. When you write a movie... I had to write like 15 different versions. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a screenwriter. I didn't go to screenwriting school. I didn't like, I didn't, I just had to write all these different versions of it. And then uh, when I finally got it to where I wanted it to be, I'm like, all right, uh, you know, how do I make this? So I did an Indiegogo campaign, hoping that someone would give me, you know, half a million dollars. That's what I put, half a million dollars. I asked everyone I knew, just campaign, made a video, taped the kids I coach, raised about $10,000, right? <laughs> That's way it goes. Good That's for it, yeah. Indiegogo yeah, campaign. Fuck it. But now, every time I go on Periscope or Instagram Live, everyone's like, "Where the fuck's my movie?" Like, right, yeah. you, you know, you stole my money. You went to the Bahamas. Oh like, like shit! Fuck, well, one guy said that, yeah. but 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 everyone's like, "Where's my movie?" Where's and they're the movie? just you know, busting but, your but balls. they're still like in the back of my. You know, I don't want to take something from someone and say I'm going to do it. So, but I'm like, what do I, I can't make a movie for ten thousand dollars? I mean, maybe some people can, but this kind of movie with kids and all these people and all these moving parts. So I took a little bit of that money and gave it to a, uh, my friend who's also a really good writer, written to all kinds of TV projects, and we crafted, crafted it into a uh, pilot. So we got a 30-minute pilot, and I got my buddy who owns all kinds of equipment who's like, I can direct this. 
Great. So we, I cast it, and I, you know, took out all the parts that were going to cost a lot of money. You know, yeah. all the, the 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 big drama action scene at the end can't do that. You know, right, right. Anything yeah. with like more than ten people, I can't do that. And then I just called in favors. Hey, man, you be in this. All these great actors were in it, and I and I actually had auditions for it because some people I would just give parts to that you're like, oh wow, this person can't really do the part that like you don't want to be on set and then find out the person can't do it. So the director was like, have everyone read. So, cut to finally, like, now, we shot in my house, because uh, uh, you want to find, and, uh, and in, like, my backyard, because I have a, a wrestling room in my backyard. Right, yeah. So, my friend Joey's like, I'm thinking it's going to be a five, six-person shoot, you know? Yeah. So, I tell my wife the night before, hey, I tell her a week before, we're going to have some people over to shoot. She's fucking, like, flipping out. You have to clean the house. Oh, we- yeah. That's the thing. You can't just tell them that, because, no, you're invited. The- yeah. Now, it's got to look, you know, representative. I yeah. do that to Summer all the time. I'm like, hey, so-and-so's coming over. Next thing I know, she's <laughs> cleaning her ass about? off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, I can't have them walking into this house and I'm looking like that. Right. So the night before, and then also one of the scenes has penis cookies, like dick cookies. So I had to order, so me and my wife are making penis cookies, you know, the night nice. before. Right? fantastic. We made, made like 30, 40 of them, right? Spark a second baby? So, uh, well, what happened was, well, I almost got divorced, actually. Because what happened was, I didn't realize that 35 people would show up on set. We had like a huge crew. Like, yeah. there was about 30 people here. And my yeah. wife's like, what the fuck are all these people doing? I thought it was going And when the guy location scouted, you know, I was doing all these things where I had to learn all my lines, cast it, produce it, figure out who's going to be there, who's going to be where. And I overlooked some shit. I, I got to admit, so the guy was like, oh, we'll shoot in the bedroom. I'm like, all right. So one of the scenes is me and this girl uh, who she was really good. Now, yeah. she happens to be a, a, playmate, a playmate, but uh-huh. that, but she was actually really happens good in her audition. She knocked okay. it. And the web, the part was for a webcam model, right? Right. And, uh, then of course it was and in like the opening scene she breaks up with me right so like i turn over and i'm like hey babe i don't want to ruin the pilot but i'm like hey babe and then she's like i want to see other people this is not working out like that's the right so i'm like all right now she's like what should i wear i i I thought (laughs) my dog is fucking miles now i thought she'd be fine wearing like lingerie or like a t-shirt to wake up in and next thing i know she's in like a bra yeah. And panties, right in the in, in the room, and we're we're talking before I got Jay Davis over this and that. And my wife's like, "You guys want to get? I'm gonna go get some coffee." She's already horrified that there's 40 people here. Right, you know? sure. It's eight in the morning on a Saturday. She, she works during the week, and she's oh, got, and, and then she and she's got already. the baby. So every time she walks in, she hears the, the playmate. The, oh, I was in the cover of Playboy six times, and I'm just like, oh, like this is getting fucking worse, right? And then, well, it doesn't help that you're walking around with a boner. Well, no, then, <laughs> then, then we're no. Can you imagine you just strolling around with a fucking rager. Ooh, hello. Everybody in the room has a fucking rager. Then Please we're in the room. You. Can do that anymore. Then I'm we're in kidding. the room, and then like, we hear like she says, "Oh, if I would have known this, I would have wore a nicer set of panties." And I'm just like, oh. So my wife's hearing all this shit. She comes back I'm with coffee. A boner. She's coming back with co- coffee, and then uh, someone says, "Quiet on the set." Like in, in our house is now a set. So my wife is fucking livid now. Greg, we come from like an acting background, an acting class where you could like, you you know, just scenes where you're in bed with a girl, or you yeah. kiss a girl, or you. Right. But my wife's not like that, and I I took it for granted that she'd just be okay with this. And and I look over, there's like smoke coming out of her ears. You know why? She, why is it? First of all, why didn't you send her to her mom's house for the two days while you're shooting in like Fresno? She has the baby. Yes. Well, her boss did buy her a hotel room. 
uh, and like uh, got her a hotel room for the, for the weekend. But I actually thought that she wouldn't give a. F- I honestly didn't mean to hurt her. Like I did not. That was not my intent. My intent was just to fucking shoot the scene. That's all I wanted of to do. And I, and I wanted to shoot it good. But it turned into this fucking like. This huge, huge ordeal. Oh, and, yeah, man. All she sees is some fucking playmate in your bed in her brown panties. And I should have asked. I should have asked. Hey, is it okay if we shoot in the room? That's what I should have said. Yes, you should have cleared all of that. Because she would have said no, including the content. Yes, you should have been like, babe. Oh well, here's what we're gonna be doing, and we need to shoot in the room because that's the only thing we can afford to do. And I, I hired this playmate, and we're gonna be doing some yeah, kissing yeah, yeah. scenes. So no, I, we didn't, I, no, no, it was no kissing scenes. It was literally I roll over. Good morning. Right. I, and then her leave. That's why I thought it was okay. And you should say that too. That tell I, her. Like, I did. You know? I did. But it was just like, oh God. So then she she leaves and she's like, and the, so now I mean, luckily in like the scene, I'm like are already stressed out and I just got dumped. So I, I used it because that, that's what good. was going yeah, yeah. on in the world with my life. But sure. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't know this was gonna happen. I mean, I knew this was gonna happen, but I did not mean to hurt you. Like, I literally was just trying to put six years of my life into something and produce a pilot it was not about you and she's like well this is not about you anymore this is about the family and the, we, we have a baby in the house and I don't know these people and like she had some, some very good points those are, those I, are all valid points I, I, at the same time I was like this took me so fucking long like and I wanted to celebrate with her yeah. and then I, I was alone Saturday night but the, the we actually we did the wrestling scenes. They were fucking hilarious. Like yeah. the, the kids knock it out of the park. Awesome. And now the kid, like in, in like the show, we call like this Asian kid, like Kim Jong, whatever. And we call it because they're all making fun of each other. Right. And then now they're on, in practice on Monday. They were calling each other those names. Dude, yeah, I yeah. saw. I looked at. I looked at Derek's Instagram. It says AKA Captain Curry. Yeah, the Indian kid. Called him Captain Curry. It was. I mean it. And then the next day we shot, I mean, 12 hour, I mean, not even like more, like 13 hour days. Sure. We shot at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Yeah. Tyler came in. He was, he was in the crowd. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was some really, extra. I, I was super happy with, with how everything went. And I was like, actually, I think it was the funniest shit that I've, I've ever like done. You Dude, know, that's like, great. Yeah. Yeah. The one scene that I watched, that I watched you guys shoot was, it was really good. Yeah, it was really it was well put together. The guy you got was hilarious, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching it, man. Yeah, no, it was it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was. But then, like, and then my dad came. My dad's on set, and he starts giving me advice about. The, he's telling me about you know you should about, about like the wife as far as like well you should have done it. And I'm like, Dad, you've been married three times. I don't want to hear your life. So now we're in <laughs> fucking. Oh, and, and then he's mad at me for that. Yeah, like it's just hard because literally I had to juggle, you know. People were forgetting their. Some people were forgetting their lines, so I had to like know their lines and tell them their lines during their scene and my lines. And Joey did a good job directing, but I had like my house was getting trashed, so I had to worry about that. On top of like we had we were shot like twenty scenes in four locations and in, in four days and like eight locations, so I have to know where everyone's going and be on top of everything. It was a fucking lot of juggling. It's hard, man. Yeah, it's Holy fucking fuck. hard. Yeah, making an independent project is fucking hard. That's why yeah. a lot of people don't do it. No, totally. And then, and then, uh, then, then my wife goes on Instagram and starts reporting, going, uh, "I can't. We have a baby. Adam shooting a pilot. What is he doing?" And I'm like, "What are you on Instagram?" She's like, "What well, you talk about on your podcast?" I'm like, "That's my fucking art. You're just on Instagram, come bitching about me, <laughs> about me to your friends." Uh, I go, "This is." She said, "Well, you know." And I'm like, "What if I have to do a sex scene?" She's like, "Don't bring it in the house." Okay, fine. Uh, but and by the way, if we if you have to do a sex scene in a movie, I'm gonna be the fucking sex double. You you know if you're not, she goes, "We don't even have enough sex," and now you're gonna have sex with other people on I'm like all right you know oh wow yeah then, through a sock and then it was Ooh. oh and then it was one of those things like she better she's like you better get me flowers tomorrow and they better not be flowers 
uh, via the telephone. Like, like, like someone, I go, that was, I've never done that. I go, that was your ex-boyfriend, huh? Or, or she's like, oh yeah, I think it was. And then, <laughs> so then I'm like, what? I don't know. Anyway, so. <laughs> but so fucking Mayhem Miller calls me from jail at like 11 o'clock at night. And wow, wait so, a minute. Wow, this is really out of your life. No, your no, life no, is no, 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 it'll insane. come out. So Mayhem calls me, and I'm like alone, and I had the best fucking shoot of my life. I'm yeah. so happy with this, and I got no one to celebrate. It was sad. I was really sad because I wanted to celebrate with my wife. I'm not going to lie. And, uh, and she's with the baby, and I, I, I could have drove over to them too, and, but it was just, I was fucking exhausted. And so Mayhem calls yeah. me, and he's in jail. And I tell him, uh, and he's telling me about some shit, and I tell him what happened. He's laughing. He's like, I could have told you that was a bad idea. I'm like, well, man, when Mayhem Miller thinks it's a bad idea, wow, that says everything. When the guy in jail tells me that was a bad idea. The guy in jail is like, wow, I mean, I've done some stupid shit, but that one takes the cake. You should be in jail. (laughs) Dude, yeah, yeah. And then guy in jail thinks you're an idiot. Guy in jail for like, some crazy shit, Some crazy too. Shit. <laughs> Doing cuckoo shit thinks you're the idiot. Wow, that really says it all. That's a great button, man. Wait but, a but then she brings up, right? So then also she goes, you know, this is, you're inconsiderate. This is also the t- like the time you went to a strip club when I was pregnant, right? This fucking, con- this shit is out of context. What happened was I did a comedy show at the la- at the, in Vegas. Dan Henderson shows up, yeah. my favorite fighter ever, one of them at least, with his wife. Because we're having an after party. At a strip club. You want to come with us in the limo? Absolutely, I do. Of course. And he can't, it's the second show he's been to. So I was like, yeah, I'll come. So yeah, I was at a strip club, but I wasn't planning like, let's go to a strip club. It was like, Dan's like, want to hang out afterwards. And then she's like, well, you got a massage. Well, there were people getting lap dances. And I was like, look, my wife's fucking pregnant. She's about to give birth. I'm fucking stressed right now. So the lady that comes over, the fucking the back rub lady. lady yeah. yeah, so I was like, I'll take a back rub. That's all what happened. It turns into I got a massage at a strip, at a strip club, club while she was pregnant. Like so, that's that's the fucking story. Like, like there's don't a get lot it of, twisted, man. There's a lot of context here. <laughs> like, it sounds to me like you you tell your wife too much. I, that's I know, to like and I shouldn't have told her while she was just just exactly. You know you know what I mean. It's not lying. It's just not telling her shit that's going to alarm her for no reason. No, what happens is I just it, what happens sometimes I hear shit and I just say things out loud that come to my head. Yeah, like we were on the way to her giving birth, right? And Howard Stern was on and they were talking about a strip club. And, and I was like, oh man, I remember. I, I, I'm like, I didn't even go to a strip club last, last time I was at a strip club. She's like, when was that? I go, I was in Vegas. And she's like, weren't you there last week? And, I, and then I was like, fuck. So that's kind of what happened, you know? Like I, like, yeah, but it yeah. was last year. I, I, no, but she's like, wasn't that last week when you were in a strip? Uh, yeah, I just was like, I, I can't lie, and then, and that's the thing, I don't yeah, lie. I'm bad at lying too. I'm, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm lie really either, bad. But I mean, exactly. But you just shouldn't have meant. You should just not said that. No, I know. And then she started crying. And it was just fucking terrible. It, it was, that was bad. And like, so did you? On the way to, on the way, yeah. Did you get her the flowers? I, I'm gonna get after this. After this, I'm gonna get her uh, that. So yeah, that was. Don't that go to Ralph's. No and then Ralph's she's like, flowers. and she says to me, I'm never making penis cookies for you again. She made the penis cookies the night before. And she's making me take the marijuana out of the house. Like, it was just, I have a whole new bunch of rules. Uh-huh. But, but it was okay. Last night we, we hooked up and then we're in bed. Finally, I got her, we're in bed and everything's good. And I go, um, morning, babe. Like the line from the, from the, and she's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all over again. Oh my God. You're just <laughs> Hey, 
He's a glutton that for is, punishment. That is exactly what I would do. That is exactly <laughs> what I would do. Like, like oh, hey, remember this thing we just got over yeah, two seconds yeah, exactly. ago? Well, I'm, I'm fucking over it. I'm fucking over it, so let's go again. Yeah, it was you're like one of those fighters that just likes getting hit. Yeah, no, I don't like getting hit. It was... Poor judgment on me on a lot of on a, on a lot of different ways. <laughs> Cue to Tyler's face. Exactly, like, you know, like this one over here. But uh, yeah, I don't know where the hell Vince is. But um, it was. I just texted him. Oh, okay. oh Vince coming? I said, "Hurry yeah, the yeah. fuck up, late boy." Yeah, no, it was poor. No, no, it was it was poor judgment. Um, but it you know, looking back, I should have just asked. You mind if we shoot in there? The scene with me and the girl. She would have said no. We could have done it on the couch. All this shit would have been. Most of it would have been avoided. Yeah. But, she, but she's like, you know, you could have wrote it differently. You could have cast it differently. You could have found a more wholesome girl. You could have, you know, I don't care if you're dirty on stage. I'm like, dude, that's all. No. Like, there's, there's a line. There's yeah. a line. Like, you can't. What I do on stage, what I do in my work, I like, I like clean jokes, but I like dirty jokes. So do you. I like funny jokes. Yeah. And, and, yeah, man, funny's funny. And she's like, you can't go back to your old life. And I was like, Babe, we're not a, my old life consisted of me having threesomes of porn stars. This is a fucking far cry from that. Like, I'm making this TV show so we can sell, so we could, like, I could be in town, I could make a fucking ton of money, I could, like, yeah. cast my friends. This is all, like, part of me venturing off the road doing comedy. Like, my old life would have been like, hey, I'm leaving for fucking Palookaville for $800 for, no, for, for like, 19... Every day, all, the, all for, day. Yeah, you were gone every For 19 week. days, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't fuck around. I'm not fucking around anymore. That's what I, I'm like, this is not my old life. I, I, yeah, there are certain things here and there, but... It's not my old life, yeah. you know. So, but it's okay. We're, Occasional strip club with Dan Anderson. That I went with Hendo. It wasn't like I want to go to you a strip did club. Get a hand job. I did not get a hand job. <laughs> I got it from Hendo. See, but like there, there are there are very very. <laughs> He's got that old man trick. There was one Dude, pump, that, I was gonna say that fucking wrestler grip. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. It was. I was honored. Yeah, he so, stretched it like um, Stretch Armstrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> He ended up getting three extra inches, though. Yeah. The the corn syrup injection. Three inches longer dick. So. Yeah, I'll take it. A little yeah. thinner, but longer. Well, I was going to say, there's not, there's not too many situations that I would not go to the strip club with Dan Henderson. Like, there yeah. would be, it's very few and far between that would keep me It was from his that. after like, party. Birth yeah, of my child. You to go in the limo. Yeah, you but. You look at your birth of my child. That might be one. Yeah, but, then, I mean, you know, but she was like, well, you know, that's disgusting funerals. about your old life. You were trying to fill a void. Like, Absolutely. My old life was empty. Like, those fucking. Yeah, that's the. That, now that I have fun. you. That was all fun, but it was quick highs. I'm in, now I'm in a relationship with a, a woman that I love. It's, it's, a, it's a huge high. It's an overall high. It's not a. It's not a it's fucking a body high. It's a it's it's not a quick it's not a it's not a quick like boom down boom yeah, down. Yeah. It's a consistent up, you know. And I but yeah, I I could have done things differently. But when you're in a producer hat and you're also acting in it and you're casting in it and you wrote it, I had fifty five thousand fucking things yeah, going you on. You needed support more than anything. And else. I thought she would just laugh about it, or I thought she might roll her eyes and be like, "You're an idiot." And the girl was hot, so I was like, "Oh, look." It's based on my real life. You're hot. She's hot. And like things that I thought, I, but I didn't realize to the extent of how annoyed she would get, which was really fucking annoyed. But it happens. You know, we're strong. We're, we're a better couple because of it. I hope so, at least. Uh, anyway. You, you so, will be. Yeah. When, when she's over it, you will be. But now she doesn't want to watch it. She's like, I, I can't support this project. And I don't, I don't want to parse it. She wants me to edit out that scene. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm not editing. It's so weird. It, yeah. I mean, it's just you in bed with her in the morning. Like, it's a piece of fiction. It's, yeah. 
I know. But, you know, hey, listen, chicks are weird, so. I had to throw out the sheets. All, 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 all kinds of stuff that, like. You was, had to throw out the sheets? Yeah. Like, for real, you had to throw out the sheets? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but, now you can add that to your bit. Yeah, no. made you do it twice. No, I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I keep having to get new bedding. Yeah, no, I'm going to like actually. There's, <laughs> there's so much that I can that I can actually Adam use in my sponsor. comedy routine. Yeah. Like, I have to just. It's just so, so fucking all disjointed that yeah. I haven't. I have to sit down. Grasp, but on the upside, so how many days were you shooting? Two. Two. Halfway done. Okay. Uh, we have two more days of shooting. Okay. We have, we're in like the school. I may have to cut one scene, which sucks, a bar because we were, we're already over budget. I did all my lines. I was nervous about me sucking. Like, I didn't suck. You know, I think that I was actually... Uh, we'll wait to see. We'll see. I mean, I was happy with it. <laughs> and and I, got to put, I got to give Eve Edwards a, a big, big part in it. Yeah. I got my friend Rob Belushi. Old, old man Eve. Old man Eve. <laughs> yeah, we had to age him. Uh, Rob Belushi, who was like my high school... Like, He's Jim Belushi's son. He was in my high school wrestling team in real life. And now he's a huge like improv actor, been in a bunch of movies. He was the bad guy. I put Jay in it. Davis, a good friend of mine. I, I was going to put you in it. You, yeah. you, you had a p- great part. Uh, no, it did. It was fucking great. Trust me. Uh, it was the f- it's, it kind of stole the whole thing. But Bill Dawes did a great job as your part. Oh, okay. He came in with like a neck brace. And like I let everyone kind of... Explore like Jay Davis wore a dress for a scene. He was a transgender. It was really funny. That's funny. The whole thing was. He was, looked. Oh my god! Did you see the picture on his Instagram? Oh, I haven't seen it. It was. Sc- it was scary. Uh, it was. <laughs> and it, was <laughs> it was like hamburger Marys on Sunday night. It was, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I don't know how you do. You never done hamburger Marys on Sunday night for bingo? Oh, they do charity bingo. It's yeah. hosted by a, a uh, drag queen. She's fucking awesome. Roxy Wood. I've it's heard about it. I so it's but so it fun. Awesome. It's so fucking fun, and the prizes are it sweet. Does, uh, and it's legendary. Yeah, yeah. I won. I I did it. I won. Uh, I got bingo. The bingo. Oh, did you? Really? Yeah, I won like three bottles of wine. Some like God, some. I'm like, always that guy. Know, one, like whatever. One dab away from you know one square away from getting bingo. It's a bingo. Yeah, like, that was years ago, and I, I've yet to win again. But so so Tyler, <laughs> you had your big fight. Had my big fight. Talk to us. Didn't go as planned. What happened? I lost. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, guy came out swinging haymakers and uh, caught me early, rocked me early, and from the from the first punch, I was just kind of in my head. Like we were talking to all those fighters before, and they were saying, you know, stay calm, keep your composure. That's exactly what they were talking about, and I did not do it. Ah. Like I got hit. And immediately was like, "Fuck! I don't want that to happen again." Which, of course, is now, I heard you were throwing haymakers too, though. Oh yeah, I was, we were throwing at each other. Like I connected with him a couple times. He said I talked to him uh, yesterday on Instagram. He said his head's all bruised up and his legs hurt and his neck was sore and stuff. But he had a giant head. Like I connected clean with a head kick. Like full on head kick right. hit him shin right in the temple, and he just like looked at me and ran through me and took me down. He took you down. So he took me down, which was interesting. So we were, we were game planning for this guy to be a wrestler and be, and be trying to shoot on me the whole time, which didn't happen. He came out and started swinging. So in my mind, I was like, all right, well, I guess we're in a stand-up fight now. Never even crossed my mind. Maybe this guy doesn't want to go to the ground with me, and maybe I should be trying to take it to the ground. So we just ended up slugging it out for uh, the first round. He he got a takedown, uh, and I put him in close guard for 
a while. He was trying to get out. I was trying to set something up. It just, you know, it's fast and, and slippery and didn't work. And then the second round, I was, I was. Is it harder to set something up gassed, when, when you're wearing man. shin guards? Is it harder? Uh, no, I had like, I had really thin ones on with the foot wasn't covered. So I could still have that full, like a full grip. Um, but he hit me. I mean, he tagged me five or six times in the first round that every, I was in and out every time. Wow, so you didn't eat like, so you didn't know where you were. I knew where I was, but it was one of, you know, like when you stand up too fast and everything goes dim and then it comes back. Did you see those, those little situations. like, those little stars? Yeah, stars. And felt it in my job. I still feel it in my head. Um, but in my in my head, it was, you know, I get hit. Everything goes black. Everything comes back. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Let's get our composure. Keep your hands up. Okay. Time to throw. Right? I went back and watched it, and it was like, boom, get hit. Boom, I throw. Like, it was one second. Right. And... So the the experience of going back and watching it afterwards compared to what I remember it, yeah. that's what let me know like, dude, you were so, you were freaking out. So you like, were like throw time. so you yeah. got hit you were throwing after you got hit every time versus Yeah, like, like we like he but, would no, hit but me. versus like you weren't just taking initiative and it was like you were fighting his No, fight. I was taking initiative. So like when he would hit me it was it was usually on counters. Because I was I was super tense. Like if you if you watch it just not loose, not you know, no, not decisive. No. What, just what throwing ten like, minutes before the fight. Were you warm? Or were you loose? I was warm. Yeah, I mean, I was I was ready to go. I was ready to go. Um, my head was in it. My body felt great. I felt like I I had opened you had my the flu lungs up. A couple days before you were I, sick. I was sick. Um, and I and I woke up that morning and I felt pretty good. I think first of all, I woke up and I ended up uh, being six pounds under. Wait, so what? It was Six pounds under. It was 175. I weighed it at 169. And what did he weigh at? 75? 70, 76. Oh. Wow. He weighed at 76. So he cut He cut from 85, I think. Why did you... What, what happened there? The night before... I went to sleep at 176. You lost six pounds in a night? Yeah. Seven pounds? Yeah. You just it nervous? Was, nerves? I, I fucking guess so. Like, I woke up and I was like, Talk what the, what the fuck, syndrome. man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, on the and I was drinking water. Like, I was drinking water, you know. I, I went to bed and I was like, all right, you know, I have, I'm only a pound over. He's, he's sleep, sleep, uh, <laughs> squatting. <laughs> he's sleep squatting. He's doing sleep um, squats. But yeah, so I woke up six pound pounds under. That's crazy. It was crazy. I've never in my life. Really? Never every fat life. person in the world like that's Hates your me dream right now. <laughs> like that's always been my dream to just wake up six pounds light. now you don't think maybe you were sick and that's why you, de- you were dehydrated and could've, I mean it could have been all sorts of things I'm not going to make it because what are you now like 80 85 I'm back up to like yeah like 78 wow you're a tall guy too what are you 6'1 yep Wow, damn. All so, right, uh, so then after So yeah, the- so second round like I came out and I was I was gas man. He hit me. He hit me enough to take whatever cardio I did still have away. My legs felt like jelly. And at that point it was like the, the marine mode kicked in like, "All right, well, if we're doing this, let's we're either going to get fucking put away or we're going to put them away." And uh got hit one more time right on the note like a hook on the nose so it came across instead of going in i think broke my nose oh yeah because i now i heard you i saw you in the locker room because uh after on your instagram live going what happened what did he hit me with did you know 
what he hit you with like right afterwards or did you know no, no. so you, were you out cold i i don't know I don't really. <laughs> Were you I, so like I more. remember. Okay, the the, like the yes, first thing the first thing I remember afterwards, like he hit me. I remember taking a shot. I remember feeling the the hit and then covering up. So I I was there for it, and then it was it was stopped to me. I don't think he got one more shot in. Oh, okay. So like they pulled him off, and I kind of rolled over, but I was sitting on the gr- like I was chilling on the ground for a second. Doctor came over, checked my jaw, checked my nose, you know, made sure I was okay. And they said, "All right, you know, brought the stool over there." And they're like, "All right, whenever you're ready." And I was like, "Okay." And I went to get up, and I went, uh, "Nope, give me one more, one more second, one more second." And it just like I couldn't stand up. Yeah. So I was there, but I mean, like this makes me never it ever want fight ever in my life because I look at you, I'm like brown belt, you fucking train all the time. Good rest, solid wrestler. I mean, when you were hitting the bag, I remember Jay Moore was like, I never seen anybody hit the bag as hard as you did. And I'm like, so do you think it's a mental aspect or like for for this one it for sure was. Um I think just because I, I didn't spar that much, like hard sparring is kind of there's, you know, the two schools of thought like either you want to hard spar all the time or you just want to stay away and get ready for the fight and save your body. Um but I think it's needed for those certain situations, like when you do get caught, like how do you react? You know, you can you can drill that into your into your head, like okay, when I get hit, make sure I back up, make sure I take my time, get my breast, keep my hands up, you know, get back into it, stay calm, and then go. And for me, it was like fuck, I got hit, and everything just like everything inside me was like, now you gotta you gotta fight back right now, you know. Damn. So it was like I'm getting hit and then going right back into it like like and they're you know you always want to make them pay like if they hit you I'm going to hit you too. Like if I get hit you're going to at least pay for for hitting me. Which I did a good job like it was a good fight up until up until he Are got going to fight me. again? Probably not. My girlfriend didn't even want to look at me. <laughs> like she lit, I I didn't see her for 2 days. Because she came over and she's like, I can't, like, I can't look at you right now. It freaks me out. No, wow. my, and my face was fucking. Maybe, maybe I should fight. Shit, man. Maybe yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, I'll get a couple days away from. <laughs> yeah, if you ever need a couple days away from the wife, just go uh, get yourself into a fight and break your nose. That's, I mean, that's crazy. But it was a good, it was a good experience. You know, um, I, I think I got what I needed out of it. Like it was definitely an itch that I needed to scratch. I wasn't doing it because I wanted to to be a fighter or you know go pro or anything. You know, if I had won in spectacular fashion, I'd probably done another one. But ultimately, after my first fight, it was like I went and got knocked out so fast. Like didn't even throw a punch and got caught and just went down. So in my head, that's what everybody you know, has seen me as like, oh yeah, you're like, a, you do MMA, but like you got yeah, knocked out in six fighter, seconds. You know? That's the, that's the sad part. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. But I wanted other people to know that. So everybody I talked to afterward, like my roommates and my friends are like, God damn, that was like, you guys were fucking going at each other. What did, you what, did, and, what did, what did Vince say? Vince, uh, he said a couple things. He said, <laughs> I need, he said, I need to train differently. Need to train with better people. Maybe need some new coaching. This is the guy who doesn't um, train. If, if Vince is telling you, you gotta, this is the guy who yeah. does a full-time electrician. Like, hey, I'm telling you, you're making bad decisions. Yeah, yeah. Mayhem's telling me, give me relationship <laughs> advice. But it was... Yeah. The guy from jail. From his, like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm literally paying... Hey, jail is like, man, you really make some mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I... <laughs> 
But it was good. Like I wanted to know. I knew that I could do it in training, but I wanted to know that I could I could get hit and keep coming forward. And and I proved that you know until until he hit me right. All right, let's let, next time let's prove that we can win. Down, All right, let's prove we can win next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. So if I do it again, it's gonna be proved to yourself though. you can win. Your submissions are. I've seen you roll. Like like I thought you were just well. So and he everyone. didn't and he didn't he didn't really engage with me on the ground. And that was the thing. So he got he got two takedowns in the first round. One off the head kick, like I skipped the leg off his head, and he just kind of plowed into me. But got up three seconds. Once I started to recover guard he just pushed off and, and stood up and was like hey get up so he doesn't land that first punch you think the fight goes differently i think so i think so and yeah i mean i just, you know who knows right who knows now, maybe Greg, it goes exactly I the same inevitably the fight goes differently if he doesn't get hit with that first one yeah i mean of course the whole rest of the fight was predicated on yeah if i had had another right now, greg you're taking 10 tyson, seconds the old tyson thing no uh, no greg you started doing 10th planet jiu-jitsu i tried once how'd it go i didn't go back what now? What happened? Okay, here's what happened. I was okay. So I went. I, okay, listen to this. Okay, so I go and I do the one class and everything, and I liked it. But then I get home and I immediately had tweaked my my wrist and shoulder doing it from them pulling me in. Oh yeah. You know? And I, you know, I I was like, oh, wait a minute, I'm about to go do. You know, I had to go to the Dominican Republic and make that money. I'm about to go shoot shoot a show in Vancouver. You know, I can't show up in a fucking knee brace. You know, and it just seemed to me, and maybe it's this way at all these schools, I don't know, but it seemed to me, at least at this one, that these guys, obviously, they know what they're doing, they're passionate about it, but it seemed like there wasn't a strong delineation between beginners, intermediate, and advanced. It seemed like guys were just there to train. And I was like, all I need to do, and the other thing is, when you got your knee fucking uh, injured doing it, and so what happened was, is I found myself... Dreading going back to do it again. Now, did you go live at all? No, this was just doing the training. Wow, this is just doing the submission, the the, the takedown uh, drill. That's Ooh. all it was. Now it was just did, yanking on my arm, and it was it was a shoulder that I already kind of had a problem with. Right, and I kept wanting to switch up. He goes, "No, I only really do it from that side." So I mean, they and so it's not that they do anything wrong. They seem to really know what they're doing. It's just I was like, I'm gonna get in one bad position with one guy that's super gung ho. And then I'm going to be the guy walking around in a fucking leg splint for six weeks. Oh, yeah. And I can't afford to be doing that right now with so much coming up. Yeah, that and can... And so that was... That really became the... Uh, that really was the deciding factor because I was like, I can't get injured. I need to go to something that... Because I'm not doing it because I want to be a fighter. I just like... In terms of working out, I hate the gym. It's oh, so I fucking, fucking hate the boring. gym. I hate the gym. So when I do something... Like I did some Taekwondo training for a couple of years because that was fun. But I got really bored with it because it was super repetitive. And like learning forms to me is the stupidest fucking shit in the universe. Like what are we wasting time on this for? I'm not trying to be a Taekwondo master. I just want to work out. Let's just keep punching and kicking. That's right. all I enjoy. Right. I would have so paid, I I paid to see else. you though in 10th Planet No Gi rolling around. Did you have the spats on in the rash guard or did you just like have no. a, a short, short, now, now, short like it was just yeah. So you show up you're like I want to learn jujitsu. Yeah. I was like this seems like really great exercise. Yeah. It's very isometric. Right, right. You know? It's very you just kind of tensed up holding shit for a long time. And then, which is different from any other kind of exercise I've done. And they ended up you ended up learning takedowns? Yeah, oh, like one takedown, yeah. Did you take it now now did you take when you took the person down did you feel tough? Like you've actually accomplished something or Well, I felt like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. This is what it looks like. Okay, yeah. this makes a lot of sense. You know? Like, okay, all right, put your feet here, do that, you know, lift your leg. Well, I'm starting to get it this, really yeah. Made, right. Yeah, right. It made sense, okay? 
Um, but look- they would do it to me, the way to fight it off, resisting it, that made sense. Doing it to them, jumping around, getting them and rolling down. It made sense. I enjoyed that part. But then later that night when my wrist and shoulder were both, like my hand was shaking. When you're pulling out your Santa Cruz medicinals. And yeah, like, I was like, exactly. I couldn't that, fucking unscrew dude, a fucking sick. cap. I was like, okay. And this was like the beginnerist beginner, you know, hey, we're not going to hurt you, class. Right. I'm like, okay, I'm, maybe I'm a little too old for this school. You know, I think for me to do to do that training, I would have to do private training. I would just hire a guy whose job is to train me. That's what right. I, I don't like about jiu-jitsu classes is that, like, the wrestling, like, we start from the ground up. We learn single legs, takedowns, level one, two, basic shit before we have a thing. Whereas jiu-jitsu, it's like you could just walk into a class and learn their, like, tenth point, their, like, ten-point right, right. sweep. And you're, but, like, I don't... I want to learn arm triangles or just basic triangles or basic kimuras before I start to learn like a vaporizer or something. And it seemed like yeah, you kind of just jump in on whatever they're doing that day. Yeah, that's what you're yeah. doing, right? And and that was my thing. I was like, "Where's the beginner class? Yeah, where's the one that's got the other old fat guys you know, <laughs> who are big fans who just want to do it to you know to understand it and enjoy it, and uh, not like the guys that are like, dude, I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna rip your fucking head off, you know? Like I just I, it was a little more intense than I was looking for. Yeah. Let's talk about real fighting for a second. Uh, so Alex Jones uh, has offered a million dollars to fight Joe Rogan. Oh, please. Uh, I would love that. The money goes to charity, he said. But he, he says, I mean, have somebody made like a really funny promo? I just retweeted it. It was like the funniest shit ever. I actually just embedded the video. I mean, I, it like links to his video. Um, but it was like the funniest thing, like... So this guy did a... Here, I don't I'm, know. Alex Jones drinks bone broth. So Maybe... Uh, so somebody Wasn't there... Did he... Okay, I still can't figure out... A million dollars to charity he wants to get in the ring with me. Bare knuckle. I'll get in the ring with you and I will break your jaw. I will knock your teeth out. I will break your nose and I will break your neck. You're fucking with the real violence? Yeah. You don't know what violence is. Yeah, man. I'm going to do it. Oh, you're MMA. You've got a bald head. You're so tired. <laughs> so Alex, you're out there. You're short and fat and stupid. You're ugly as fuck. Your nose is disgusting. Fuck you. Big guy. I got big muscles. I've always been strong. And I've got that in-between body size. <laughs> What's it called? Everything's a fucking conspiracy. General, talk to my grandma. Yeah. He told me about the coffin. Four foot tall coffin. They're little alien babies. They took them to the back of the hearse. They had embalmed, and my, my aunt saw it, and they killed her in the forest. So. I find your 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 fucking opinions are exhausting, and they're bad. God told me, destroy Joe Rogan. Yes, sir, Jesus, I will do it. No more games. War. He'll scream and yell and call me a demon. Like, just hold him while a fucker by his neck. Fuck you. Ugh. Fuck yeah. Now I'm going to torture you for about six weeks. He'll start begging for your mommy War! and your daddy. War! War! This is a crazy picture of I just, I don't, I don't know. It's a surprisingly long sketch, though. I don't know, yeah. 30 (laughs) seconds is what the uh, actual industry standard is for that kind of a satirical (laughs) promo. (laughs) Whoever edited that needs to learn how to edit it down. I don't know. I was thoroughly entertained by it. It it, is good, but I mean, we kind of It's good, yeah. We got it. I got it after the first go back and forth. I was looking at the time bar at the bottom going, there's like another minute to this. Like, <laughs> Does Alex Jones really believe that he ha- can take Joe Rogan? I mean, that's insane. That's the craziest um, conspiracy. 
out of it. That would probably be the least crazy thing that Alex Jones believes. That's I don't probably, know. You know, you're right. You're exactly right about that. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's... Of I all mean, the things he believes, no, but, but, the if, fact what, that he could fight another man but, is probably like... But well, what yeah, if Joe I mean, calls him on his bullshit? Just, okay, all right. Oh, I'll my fight. God. Put it on pay-per-view. Worth a million bucks. And, yeah, put it on pay-per-view. It's going to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, Joe might actually say, okay... I, 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 that like, guy just decides to invoke Jesus. Jesus like, Christ! He told please, me to do it. Please. Oh, do it. Like, oh my! Like Jesus! Like seriously! Like Jesus is in heaven going. You know what I would like? <laughs> I'd like. For, don't worry about children with cancer, famines, wars. I want Alex Jones. <laughs> To fight Joe Rogan. That's well, what I'm concerned with today, right he's now. He's omnipotent. Me, Jesus. So it's not like he does not. Con- he's concerned about all of it. This just happens to be, yeah. you know, Alex is one of his special children. That's right. He's really. He I wants mean, him to. Line. Yeah, he, he wants him to win. Imagine, imagine oh, Alex. Oh, who's this? Alex, what's up, buddy? It's Jesus. Imagine Alex. How are things going with the peace and screaming? <laughs> imagine he landed like a lucky punch and like won Alex Jones. Like the internet would yeah, just. Yeah. Er- like, like everything you thought was true <laughs> would just be. Oh, <laughs> completely. They'd be I'm like, Jesus prevails. <laughs> this is proof God exists. I would love to see that fight, though. Tell me you wouldn't watch that oh fight. My, I, would I would watch totally it. Watch that I, that's a pay-per-view. I would actually pay per view. I would I, watch that fight every day. I might cancel like a gig to like watch that <laughs> totally. fight. Totally. Yeah, exactly. You would actually not show up like, I am not missing this fight. <laughs> Sorry. Now, that being said, I really don't think he gets lucky. I no. don't think that even is in the realm of possibility. No, I think Joe Rogan spinning wheel kicks him and the fight's over. Yeah. You know... Or just I, th- I, mean, I think he just keeps. I don't distance. think so. I think Joe Rogan toys with him. I think that's and, right. And fucking, I think it's cho- like jujitsu's him to make him suffer. Right. Puts pressure, makes him feel like he's suffocating, and then just toys them. Yeah. yeah. Slaps him a little. Well, it yeah, depends on what kind of fight it is too. Yeah. I'm sure he would say, "Oh, boxing." Yeah. Which is bare knuckle, you know. he said. Yeah, bare knuckle. So <laughs> bare probably, knuckle. Hey, what, okay. maybe we'll see him in bare knuckle boxing championship. Did you watch uh, the UFC over the weekend? UFC I Prague? I saw a couple. No. I got I home. Some, yeah. uh, I got home from San Diego late. Card. I watched all of Bellator. I thought that was a really good card. I liked it. Oh, we have we have a guy that's actually going to be on the podcast at one o'clock. I think you're leaving. Yeah. Uh, the next big thing, Bellator's next big thing. That that that's his his his, his uh, nickname. Actually. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah, he he gave himself the nickname. Uh, the next Richard Kiley. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he he won his fight. Um, and then but the UFC. Um. Tiago Santos is a murderer. Yeah. That guy with the, I mean, that guy. Jesus. How about that Bob Arena fight, though? Oh. That was the week before. Oh, was that the week before? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm off. But still. Yeah. Oh. I was out of the country. I'm missing yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob Arena fight was amazing. That though. was an amazing fight. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see Prague. John Dodson lost. That guy he lost was pretty good, though. That guy, uh, Peter, uh, uh, Pieter, whatever his name is. Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. The, I mean, but Dodson, yeah, Dodson lost. Gian Vellante got hit with a liver shot that was like... You ever hit with a liver shot? Uh, I have been hit with a liver shot. What does that feel Describe like? That, yeah, I've always wanted because they say it like releases all the poison, like hurts like a motherfucker. It's, like it's paralyzing. Right. It's paralyzing. Like you're telling yourself to stand up and take a step and you can't. It's like if you're standing straight up and you're saying, just keep standing straight and your body starts just folding over. Like, wow. no... I'm not going to listen to the brain. Like we have to protect ourselves right now. Yeah. It's weird. So it's yeah. not like it's painful, but it's not pain. It's not like you would think like, like burning your hand or like even right. getting kicked in the leg or getting punched in the face. Painful. It's like a different, it's just like debilitating. It's almost like getting kicked in the nuts. 
Really? That's where it's like, it's, like it doesn't it sound like hurt, <laughs> right. but it's like weird, like it's a pain oh, that takes over. Yeah. yeah, it just takes over your whole body. Yeah, yeah. The way weird. that the way that getting kicked in the nuts pain spreads. <laughs> like at first, it's the worst. At first, you're like ha, oh, like it just ah, like invades your body. Feel it under your chest, like yeah, oh like Jesus. Up, you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, liver shots are there. I mean, hey, boss, boss definitely had the formula. He I had the formula down right. A long, long time, but I tell you what, you never forget that. <sighs> that never. pain just grows up never. into your body. Like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that. And then there was a uh, Liz Carmouche one. Happy, your fellow Marine. Yeah, I missed it. I missed it. I was bummed, but I heard she did. It, it, she was pretty dominant. She did. Did, yeah. did you ever uh, meet her? I never met her. Never uh, met her. Yeah, she, yeah, she won her. Shout fight. out to Liz Carmouche. Uh, was, and then uh, Stefan Struve won. Sweet, sweet Struve. Woo! Sweet, sweet Struve. Yeah, I'm surprised he's fighting again. Well, so he, soon. He got he got dropped within ten seconds of the fight. Well, that's almost. really. Then came almost, back and won. Did he? Re- that's crazy. Because yeah. after his last fight, I was like, I think maybe he should stop fighting. A lot of people thought that. Yeah, because he didn't look so good. My favorite though was when he was in a hospital in time, like a, a broken jaw, and he's like, "MMA roasted, make me laugh. I'm in pain." <laughs> and, and then I, I made him laugh. That he's like every time I made a joke about it, he's like, "I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna punch you in the balls." Uh, like, and I couldn't tell if he was serious or not. But uh, that was like the of, Dutch sense of that weird, yeah, yeah, yeah that right. weird Dutch sense of humor. Right. <laughs> what so about, uh, maybe it's just a giant sense of humor. <laughs> so yeah, so Stephen Struve won his fight. He looked really good. I was actually I was doing that sweet, sweet Struve down in uh, sup- the Dominican Republic. Were you really? Oh yeah, you, Struve. You weren't worried about being tainted or anything? Or? No, we you know you try a little bit first. Oh. You're fucking crazy. That's, that's why you go to a third world country and try it. Was pretty, stuff. It was nice. It was good Coke. It was oh good Struve. Good Struve. It was good Struve. Sweet Struve. I always say he's built like a line of Coke. <laughs> but by the way, that's uh, fucking by the way, hilarious. Peace to my friend Brody Stevens who passed oh, away all weekend. Oh, that. Can I tell you something? Okay, so I'm at a dinner at the in the Dominican and everybody's drinking and celebrating and all this business. And, uh, and I was it was a corporate gig, but you know they were having this big dinner. And um, the uh, uh, I, I checked my Instagram. I was posting, see if something posted, and I start seeing all the messages about about Brody, and it really sincerely fucked me up. Like I had to get up, leave the table, like go somewhere else because I didn't want to stress. You know, people going, "What's wrong, Crit?" You know, right, right, everyone's right. trying to. That's the last thing be, you, you want. You know, yeah. exactly. And I didn't want to be going. <laughs> so I, I literally, I got up and I, I just left the room and I went. I actually had to call Summer. I was like, I just got some, some fucking weird news and it just really hit me weird. And you know, because he was such a great guy and it's like this again. And he was a great guy. And, and I, you know, I worked with Brody. I, I cast him on, you know, Kamikaze comedy yeah. and. We were friends. I mean, I started doing comedy with him 20 years ago in, laund- in laundromats in New York City. Yeah. We did comedy together. And then I Jeez. saw him two weeks ago. Uh, it was they people did their half hours, and me and Brody did a warm up together. And like, we, we were friends. You know, he was a good friend of mine. He always did the dime bar. But the last time I saw him, he was really sad. He's like, asked about the road. And he's like, they don't get me. People don't get me. And I'm like, oh, dude, you're just, dude, you, you have your core base, you know? And then he's like, yeah, but they don't. People don't get me. And then he posted, he got some bad reviews for his, his, his half hour and he posted it on Facebook like last week about like, mm-hmm. and like the day before he was like watching my videos on Instagram, like liking them, you know, like it was just, I don't know what happened, but uh, I, I, I know, I, re- I know. And that's the problem and with you never, do, you, you never can. People, the only people that want to talk are the haters. 
Why can't anybody fucking? Where are the people that actually enjoyed it? Right. Oh yeah. Well, no, there were a lot. It was like four hundred people saying, "No, you, Brody, you're the best." You gotta focus on that. Yeah, always. I know, but comics, we always focus on the one person that's not happy. Like we'll be in a show crushing the whole crowd, and one person will be frowning, and we will be fixing. Why don't you fucking like me? Exactly. Love me. Love me like the hundreds of others loving me right now. Why won't you love me? And even after the show, someone will be like, "Oh, tough crowd," and you're like. Well, huh? Fuck you. Like, and that will, that'll be the one comment that'll <laughs> echo with you all night long. Yeah. You'll go out <laughs> and celebrate know. with people that love you. And like, dude, you're the best. Get shot. But in your mind, you're just thinking about that one cocksucker. Or you yeah. think that, or I, then, I, then I go, oh, maybe I was too dirty and they won't book me back. Or, or then I go, oh, man, like, I, I didn't record that set. Now no one will, now I'll never have it again. That, that moment's gone forever. Like, I, it just gets to the point where it's like, it just, it's never enough as yeah. a comic. It, it's hard. It is really hard. Uh, and Brody was very different, very unique, and you know did his own thing. And people, you either got him or you didn't. Yeah, you know there was no. Well, in that's for sure. It was that no, is for sure. There was no in between. But the part, the hard part about like I knew Brody pretty well. You know he, we we he was a he was a Republican dude. He, he had like his he was he was not like you know he had his own views on things. He was his own person. But the Brody that like a lot of times he was always on with people. Like yeah. he felt the need to always perform for people. But that wasn't what it was. He, he didn't really know how to turn it off. Or he didn't think... Yeah, turn. it's just the way he was. Yeah, but, but that wasn't the way he was. He felt like he needed to do that a lot of times. You know? You I, think? I, I think a lot of people that said that they, know, that, like, that they know Brody really didn't know Brody. You know, like, he just always felt like he needed to make everyone happy and that he wasn't enough off stage. He had to be the same. Well, I know? think every, every comedian, every, you know, well, classically cut comedian suffers from that. Yeah. You know, now, now you have a lot of just kids that, you know, grew up on stand up comedy and their parents drove them, are willing to drive them to open bikes and they, you know, they're yeah. good at comedy. And right. It's just different. I mean, the generation, you know, generation. There's not down. like the, the persona versus who they are. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, it's more, just, like, mm, more like, okay, hey, I want to tell jokes. Comedy's a thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas before you had to be kind of a tortured person who needed attention and validation from outside sources. And those were the people that went into comedy. Yeah, so but that's you, what makes the best jokes. It usually but. does. I mean, tortured <laughs> individuals usually bring that their pain, their edge to their comedy. And, and, you know, but now, you know, you don't see it as much. I mean, now it's really just kids that grew up watching it on YouTube all day. And they're like, hey, I want to tell jokes for a living. Right. And so it, it's a little bit different now than it was but I mean true you know the way the classic comedian was cut was was a, a tortured individual yeah. and that applies to the female comics as well oh yeah probably you more know, so probably more <laughs> yeah probably more so than it does but just as much between the men and the women there was you know that kind of depression you know I mean look at Robin Williams he had the greatest career he could possibly have right. as a comedian television success film success never ending like yeah. it, there was never a dip right. in the career and yet, at the end, he still felt alone and isolated. And it well, yeah, because I think it's like be on you're chasing that. Like, well, maybe, maybe if I can make other people feel better and make other people yeah. laugh, then it'll, you know, I'll get it for myself. Which it's gonna, for sure, work for a certain amount of time. Sure, but if you don't get to the core of what that that trauma or whatever it is coming from, then it's like. You know, but you can put band-aids on cuts so all funny, day. It's but, not going to heal it. Thing is that even though when you address it, that doesn't fix it. Yeah. Uh, I also think that, you know, on a, Brody talked on a periscope about not having been able to afford his medication and trying to make enough money. By the way, I didn't realize. 
why is people still use Periscope? You keep mentioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the second time today. Well, he yeah. was he was a big Periscope I'm guy. Like, I'm like, when the fuck? He was a big. He was a big. I deleted that app like a year ago. He was a big Periscope guy. Still Snapchat and, and, too. And I guess like you know Snapchat. Yeah, he's. Like, I think a lot of times. Friendster. A lot of times with medication. People they go on medication and then they feel great, and so they get off. And the they medication, go, I don't need the medication and then the dip is tremendous. And then it's, yeah, right. so maybe that was another thing. But uh, but yeah, rest in peace, Brody Stevens. He, he was one of my favorite people. No, he was watch. one of the best souls there is in comedy. And uh, I, I tell you what, I, I it hit me pretty hard, and I hate saying that. I didn't post anything on social media because so many people did, and I felt like it was well. I didn't want to be just another person like that's true. I miss you, bro. Yeah, you know? Oh man, exactly. we were such I good mean, friends. You know, I, I know how I felt about him. I feel right. the same as everybody else does about him. I felt like the conversation didn't need. Yeah, you don't have to let everybody else it, know it, that exactly. you're feeling feelings exactly. all the time. So I just I, I I just felt it, and and it really hurt, man. I I'm getting a little choked up right now just talking about yeah. it because. Because it, it, you know, it, it it makes you scared for your entire comedy community, right? Knowing because we all know that that's what lies beneath. <laughs> you know, we do, and we don't talk about it. We all kind of like put on. Well, our everybody back. talks about it, but it's always like, "Oh, we're so tortured!" Ha 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 ha! Exactly, and we laugh our way through it. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's what it is. We laugh our way through it. I mean, and, I and think you don't uh, want other people to make drama out of it, right? Like, no, 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 don't make, we're making comedy out of it, right? You right. Know? But then when it actually, you know, uh, boils over and ensnares someone that you didn't think was in the category of being ensnared. Like, there are certain people that if that ha- they did that, you'd be like, yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> you know? There are some guys that have been trying to kill themselves for quite some time. Yeah, but a lot of times I feel like those people aren't the ones you have to worry about. Exactly. It winds up being the person that you think you didn't have to worry about. Yeah. You know? It'd be like, oh, shit, Artie Lang committed suicide. You're like, well, wow. he's been trying to come out <laughs> like, yeah. He's been killing himself for 30 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the way it goes. So It would still be sad. No, absolutely. Obviously. Absolute Sorry, Artie. It is but. an absolute tragedy. And and so that... But yeah, it wouldn't be a surprise. Right. I mean, and I think it, it just hit like... Fuck, suicide's one of those things. It's not even like... Oh, they just got in a car accident, or oh, they got cancer no, and died a month a later. Like, like it was I'm, like, I'm done with this. I'm yeah, cool. yeah. Fuck, At the same man. time, sometimes I wonder: Do we? Okay, this may sound crazy, but I mean, you know, this is your life. We're all allowed to make choices. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you're just done. Oh, I mean, isn't that? Look, I've I, thought I, about. I mean, I think everybody's yes. had that thought. Yeah. And like, and if you and if you haven't anymore. if you haven't, then I think you're lying to yourself. Even if it was just a fleeting thing, I like exactly I think right. about it all the time. Nobody that went like, thirteen years who didn't think. About oh yeah, at least. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I still do every once in a, like not never like contemplating it, never serious. But right. it's like never enough to actually. You know what? Right. Like I could fucking kill myself totally. so like, easy. Right. It would be so easy. It would be right. so easy. And like, and like nobody I'm knows what happens cool after. Done right now, like right now, I'm yeah. sick of this shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick done, of dealing with I'm that. Good life. I'm sick of dealing with that. I'm sick of feeling like this. <laughs> yeah, I've done some shit. You know, whatever. I had a good thirty years. I had a good run, right? Yeah, and, and so I think that that's good I think advice. Half of Not it, that I'm encouraging no. anybody to do it. I'm just saying. Hello, that, Richard. You know, sometimes it seems like. I can understand how that Like, that's happened. a legitimate way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you're like, you know what? This okay. is my choice. I choose this. Yes. Hello. And, and, and that's still, I mean, yeah. Is this Richard? Somebody, absolutely. And especially okay, guys, hold on. Bunch. Richard. Hello. We weren't having an important discussion. We are having an important discussion. We also have <laughs> a, but, but we also have a guy. Uh, 
Hello, Richard. I'm just and I'm just you know exploring the thought there. Of I'm course, not encouraging it. I'm just saying that. But I think that's we, what that's what you need. You hello, need to Richard. be able to explore these kinds of thoughts. Yeah, instead honestly, of, and not say like, "What are you doing? What you do know? you mean? I've never thought about that ever. Yeah, what are you talking about? Like, shut the fuck it, up, yeah. man. And so there, I think there is that, that brings empathy to the situation. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I it hurt. No, it just not. hurt like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, you know, crazy. And I, I obviously you know you feel miserable. Hello, Richard. But God damn it, this is America, and you can do whatever is Richard the fuck you want, Brody. It's your choice, you know? Hey, okay, here we go. What's up, people? Sexual performance issues. Let's talk about them. They are way more common than you think. Over 25% of new ED cases are guys under the age of 40. 40% of men by the age of 40 struggle from not being able to get and maintain an erection. That is not good. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Listen, thanks to science, ED can be optional. Why? Because HIMS connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat ED. No snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. Why are you going to a gas station anyway? Come on. Not for, not for ED pills, okay? It's so easy. You answer a few quick questions and chat with a doctor for a confidential review. Products are shipped directly to your door, okay? Being your best means performing your best. It's erectile without the dysfunction. All right. Try HIMSS for a month today for just $5. We'll get you started for just 5 bucks while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4hims.com slash MMAROASTED. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash MMA Roasted. Forhims.com slash MMA Roasted. What's up, people? Most subscription boxes are full of samples and junk you'll never use. But not Battle Box. It's the monthly subscription box for men full of solid gear for adventure seekers, survivalists, and outdoor enthusiasts. Yeah, Battle Box is your monthly subscription for handpicked outdoor survival and everyday carry gear. They introduce you to the best products, new gear, and innovative companies at a much lower cost than if you were to buy them individually. Plus, who doesn't like to get a package full of mystery adventure gear? I know I do. I love it. So go to trybattlebox.com slash roasted and pick the box you want. They start at just $25 a month. Yeah. Plus, they release a video for each new box so you can see what's coming and how to use it. They shipped over half a million boxes, and they won Best Men's Subscription Box for 2017. Huh? Sign up today and be ready for everything. Right now, our listeners get a free tactical knife when you sign up for your first battle box at trybattlebox.com slash roasted. Yeah, that's trybattlebox.com slash roasted. Get your free tactical knife. Check it out. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. You can view easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Yes, you can also view stock collections, such as the 100 most popular. 
With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. You can discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest, okay? Robinhood is giving listeners of MMA Roasted a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at mmaroasted.robinhood.com. I, 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 I see you. Richard. It sucks. It sucks. Can you hear me? We can Hello. see you. Hello? Oh, yeah. oh, you can hear you. oh, now we can hear you. What's going on, man? So it's not my, it's not my phone. Is it? Okay, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, Richard Kiley, uh, huge win in Bellator. Congratulations. Thanks, million. Yeah, that was that was awesome. So you're the face of Bellator. You now you you changed your nickname to the face of Bellator. Um, well, it's not that I changed my nickname to the face of Bellator. I think after uh, that performance the second night, I think I just announced myself as the face of Bellator. Like you. Oh. Like, so, look, it was a it was a clean knock. It's what I do. It's what I did in Bama. It's now what I'm doing in Bellator. I cleaned that guy out for, in in one round. You know, I've been out for 15 months. I strolled out in a pair of pink hot pants, knocked them out, got paid, went home. It was it was awesome. It, but I thought it, yeah, I thought it would have been funny though if you actually changed your name to the face of Bellator. I, thought, I was like, that's a pretty good smart marketing gig. I am the face of Bellator. I just I did change my name to the face of Bellator. Like, Bellator didn't know it. And I knocked the guy out pink hot pants and went home. So I am the face of Bellator now. <laughs> um, you know they, you know they they didn't know it yet. The only people that knew walking in there that was going to be the face of Bellator. I had said it to everyone that it was going to be the face of Bellator. The only people that believed it was myself, John Cavanagh, and Dave Roach. Um, but I think everyone believes it now. And if they don't, if they if they say they don't, then they're lying because I walked in, you know, a one st- one shot knockout. The referee should have stepped in. It should have been a walk off. So. I went easy on him when I was uh, when I was just finishing him, but uh, yeah, look, come here. I am the face of Bellator, um, and yeah, there's not much more to say about that. Well, I mean, you just been uh, you have you have incredible power, and you but you you have a uh, kind of like your stance is a little bit like McGregor, where your hands are down. Has it always been like that? My my hands aren't like my hands aren't like McGregor's. If you look at Connor's, Connor's kind of has a wide open stance that from the southpaw position. I fight my hands down, my chin up. I always have fought my hands down, my chin up. Um, it has been my style. Um, I suppose, I suppose you could you could compare it to Stephen Thompson. You can you could actually say that Stephen Thompson is the Irish or is the American Richard Kiley, not the other way around. Um, but yeah, there's like in terms of like where the comparisons lie with McGregor, the two of us are mm-hmm. the two of us are brash, the two of us are outspoken, the two of us are exceptional strikers. But we're two very very different people. Um, you know, I have a huge admiration as my teammate. I have a huge respect and admiration for Conor, but I'm my own, I'm my own person. Okay. Um, so anyone that makes that comparison, I feel like it's a lazy comparison. Of course. No, yeah. Now, did he leave your camp? Is he still in your camp? You guys, what no, happened? No, he didn't, no he, didn't leave, he didn't leave the camp at all. He's still, he's still a member of, of SBG. He's still coached by John Cavanaugh. Um, it's just his lifestyle. It's, his lifestyle dictates that he can go over to the States and Miami whenever he wants. Right. Um, that's just what he's doing now. He's on vacation. He's getting some training in there with some top level guys. But he's still a member of SPG, as far as I know. We haven't heard that to the contrary. Um, and you know, he's 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 had huge success with SPG. He has a you know the best coach in the world in John Cavanaugh, and he's got some world class teammates uh, there. Like if you had to had a look at the display of talent that was on the cards, myself, the face of Bellator. He's had he had Kiefer Crosby. He's had King Cowley. He has James Strabanimal uh, Gallagher, who was the main event of the night. Uh, Charlie Ward, 
Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a who's who of the, of, of top class uh, top class of, of top class trainer partners. Yeah. So you know, why would he go anywhere else? So, on top of that, he has a top class. Now you guys, you guys are obviously animals over there. Did, uh, how's how's the wrestling over there? How's the wrestling look? The the wrestling the wrestling is very strong. You know, obviously the it's Ireland isn't um, Ireland isn't. Uh, I suppose synonymous with with with, uh, with with wrestling the way the states would be, but um, you know, like you can see by the, the level of success we're having, it's not it hasn't had too much of an impact on us so far. You know, we, we do we have an excellent wrestling coach, and um, my coach uh, Dave Dave Roach is a, is a tremendous tremendous wrestler, and um, we've also got Sergey who's um, who's um, what you call it, who's the main wrestling coach um, in SVG Ireland. So, you know, like we're in really good hands when it comes to, when it comes to that. And look, like I said. Irrespective of that, you have to close that distance. You have to close that distance to get to the rest. And you saw what happened when that guy, when that guy, uh, Mikhail Bouchard tried to close the distance on me. He got got, got his chin nearly taken off. So um, yeah, no, I mean, all your fights uh, have been awesome. The one fight, the guy got you in a a leg lock, but you said that um, your leg was fucked up before that fight, and some kind of there was a big snitch in your camp and told him. I didn't say there was a snitch in my camp. Um, <laughs> So that's uh, that's a bit of bit of sneaky, uh, <laughs> a sneaky play on words. Sneaky there. journalism. Uh, okay, what happened? Um, what happened was that I had I, I ruptured my cruciate ligament four weeks out. Ah. Oh. Um, four weeks out from that fight, if you have a look at the knee bar, the knee bar wasn't even on correctly. As soon as he grabbed my ankle, my as soon as he grabbed my ankle, my knee popped out, slipped out a joint. Um, that's a relatively very straightforward escape. So. Um, look, I walked into that fight knowing it was 50-50. If I had a cut him on the feet, like I nearly, nearly knocked him out with a jab. And bear in mind, that was my third, my, my third professional fight. Um, no, and that was also a bullshit. Fight. You went to touch gloves in that fight, and he kicked you in the, in the knee. Yeah, he sucker kicked me in the knee. And he, I don't know how he knew about my knee, he, but his, his, uh, his, his, uh, his team were calling him, go for the left knee, the left knee. So it was, just, it was obviously a tactic. And the reason I, I hold... You know, that, despite the fact that he's a toilet brush of a human being, I don't hold that against him. Um, <laughs> toilet brush. I don't hold that against him. I would have done the same to him. But, uh, you know, the, the, the sucker kick is not something that I do. You know, I'm a man yeah, of integrity and I'm a man of, um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't. I'm a man of honor. I, I, if I touch gloves, I'm going to touch gloves, you know, you either shake your head no or thing, you know. But, no, that's not in the rule set, so I, can't, I don't hold it against them. But you know, I got them at a weigh-in, and after I gave him a slap for pleasure, um, for to do that, you know. But he knows if he ever came, if I ever came across him again, he he, he met me in full. full yeah, no. If he didn't and, get that knee bar, that that fight was you 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 were gonna win that fight. I had, I have no question in that fight. Um, now, yeah. as far as Lorenz Larkin, now I heard he no. I heard he killed you in sparring. Now this Lawrence. is oh what. Call him by his proper name, Lawrence. Oh, Lawrence Larkin. All right. Now I heard he just <laughs> I heard he, he tore you up in sparring. This is the word on the street. Uh you, you say differently. What what happened here? Where are you getting these sources from, man? <laughs> I'm I'm just, I'm just making I'm just making them up. I'm just completely making them up. But what what, what happened with you and Larkin in sparring? Damn, look, come here. I, 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 look, it's what happened between us in sparring, you know, look, come here, I'm the better I had the better of the exchanges. That's that's it thing, you know. Um Lawrence came over. I was hung over, and we had some sparring. You know, I was the better, uh, the better striker. But look, come here, listen, sparring, sparring, training, training. Get it in the, get it in the cage under Bellator lights. That's when you see the real deal. You know, he was also about a hundred kilos at the time. Um, you now I'm not saying that he was on a supplements, but he was a hundred kilos solid. <laughs> and I was hung over the night before. Um, 
Yeah, but aren't you Irish? Aren't you guys hungover? I mean, you know, you, you guys are known for you guys are known for your drinking. I mean, when are you not hungover, right? Aren't you, you know, aren't you kind of known for the drinking over there? No. <laughs> no, we're, not, we're known for knocking out Ryan's lark and- <laughs> so, no, no, MVP uh, Paul Daly What was your take on that fight? Paulie and Daly and Eric Warren Page um, Look, come here it was, we, did a, we, did a, we did a watch McCullough over here A podcast with a, with a company called Severe MMA With, a, with a, um, a company called Severe MMA Yeah, good guys Before the fight, they asked me for my prediction I told them exactly how it would happen I said it would be a boring fight Anticlimactic um, and it'd be deeply uninteresting. And then people who are making it up or who thought this was going to be some kind of barn burner were, were sorely mistaken. And that's exactly what happened. It played out exactly how I predicted. These guys are one-dimensional. The Earthworm Page can only fight from distance. He's been handed puddings. Paul Daly can only fight in the pocket. Um, you know, both of them have got, have their strengths and they're good at what they do, but they're too one-dimensional. So the likes of me, I'd be, I'd be able to, I can fight from both ranges. I can fight in the pocket and I can fight from distance. You can see... You know, I fight, I fight my hands down, my chin up. I can do that in range and I can do that out of range. So, you know, it doesn't matter which one of those two I fought. I, I fight, you know, the, the whatchamacallit would be the same. You know, people build these build these two guys up into something that they're not. You know, yes, uh, Paul Ian has power. And yes, Airborne Page can move from distance. But that's all they can do. And they, they show that in that fight. Um, they show that both of them had a limited skill set. Now, um... Now, what do you think about who's going to win the uh, the uh, tournament? You think it's going to be Rory McDonald? You think it's going to be uh, think, Gracie? Rory McDonald should win it. I think Rory McDonald should win it. But there's two things. Like, Airborne Page actually has a decent chance of winning this, despite his limited skill set. Because if you don't, if you're not familiar with the, if you're not familiar with how the range that range works, it's very difficult to deal with. And it's one thing being familiar with it. It's a second thing having an answer for it. Um, you know, whereas I'd have an answer for it. Right. And I'd beat him. Very, very straightforward. But I think Rory McDonald is the best equipped. Um, I think he's an intelligent fighter. It just depends. I think he's had a couple of uh, he's had a couple of he's, he's had to get in a couple of miles in the clock now in his last uh, since that Robbie Lawler fight. Um, you know the how he turned up with against Gegard Mousasi. I think that was just a mental issue. Um, yeah. But you know, like logically, he has everything that he, he has everything that he has everything he has the, the fighter IQ, he has the skill set. Um, and he has the uh, the ability to learn Page's style to beat him. It's that, a matter of whether he has the mentality now to do it. Now, what's your what's your? I I heard that you're an amazing kickboxer. You have a huge. I I don't really follow kickboxing, but what are some of your credentials in kickboxing? I am an amazing kickboxer. That's what I heard. Like, did you? <laughs> yeah, heard. You don't see me knock out that guy. I know, but I only I only I've only watched you in mixed martial arts. I don't follow kickboxing. I'm I'm not a big Glory fan, or you know, like, what was your credentials in kickboxing? It was like I've been multiple times Irish kickboxing champion. I was uh, European bronze medalist at a retired to injuries world champion. So, um, you know, it was, it was at one stage. Um, at one stage, I think myself and Stephen Thompson were supposed to fight. Um, and myself and Raymond Daniels, we were definitely supposed to fight, and um, both of those never came to fruition. Um, but look, like I said, kickboxing, kickboxing didn't light a fire under me anymore, and the, I was very lucky insofar as that straight blast gym with John Cavanaugh was directly down the road. MMA was just starting to take off, and I, I thought, you know, that's, you know, that's that's fighting with that's fighting that doesn't have as limited a skill set as kickboxing. I wanted to tr- test myself. I wanted to test myself against them. Um, 
I wanted to I test myself in a more holistic skill set, um, you know, and like, like you can see in a very, very short, like within a very, very short period of time, my first fight, I had the, the I got the biggest pop of the night in the Tree Arena, which is one of Ireland's biggest, uh, biggest venues. I got the biggest pop of the night and um, I had a, uh, had a uh, highlight reel stoppage, but in my second fight, I became the face of Bama. Within my third fight, I fought for a world title. That was main insane, event, yeah. Um, in event of the Bama show. And my fourth fight now, I'm after arriving as the face of Bellator. That's not a bad... Uh, that's not a bad... Fuck no, it's not. And if you think that, you think the first four fights have been impressive. Wait and see the next four. Now, what's your uh, grappling background like? My grappling background is relatively... Is, 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 I'm relatively new to the game. Like I said, I'm only doing MMA about three years. Um, but I've been taken to it like it took the water, as you can, as you can see. Like um, like I said, within four fights. Notwithstanding the loss against Alex Lahore, but that's that's that that wasn't him winning that fight based on his superior grappling. That was me getting. That was me. That was an injury defeat to me. It wasn't Alex Lahore, um, and I wasn't down to any uh, perceived uh, gaps in my grappling. You know, that was just an injury. My knee popped out as soon as he grabbed my ankle. Never mind, grabbed uh, hooked the, the, the hooked the knee bar on. Um, but yeah, look. Um, I'm by no means am I a, am I a black belt in the game, but, but you know, I've, I've, I've huge, uh, I've huge areas to develop in. I'm, I'm aware of that. However, people, the fight starts on the feet, and it's very, very difficult to catch me. And if you do catch me, the likelihood is is because I want you to catch me, so I can catch you with that right hand that Mikhail Boucher just got his chin <laughs> taken off. Um, and if it does go to ground, you know, my, by no means I'm slouch. I was over in Iceland there. Um, uh, in the in the lead up to this camp, and uh, the only people that are on the mat were either UFC, and um, either UFC guys, Bellator guys, you know, Gunnar, or Cage uh, Warriors World Champions. Gunnar Nelson was there, and by no means was I any slouch on the ground. You know, I can handle my own against these guys, and like I said, I can stand back up, kick it in the mouth, and then while, just before you go asleep, I slap on a rear naked choke, and then I'll get a, a tap with submission <laughs> then. So. Uh, then I'll be telling everyone about how great my grappling. No, you're you're getting me excited, man. Beautiful. Yeah, you get me pumped. Not like in like a boner. I'm saying you get me excited to watch you fight. Now, um, now you're. Uh, imagine. Oh, oh yeah, 100. percent Now, your next fight, uh, you want to be against who? Um, I'm open. I'm open. This is like come here. The, the the fights that makes the fight that makes it like I'm not here to, to I'm not here to um to just you know pick up like fights that don't mean anything. You know, but that that fight was. After 15 months back was a good fight for me. I'm looking to fight big names here. But yeah, look, I know that I will. Uh, I know that you know I'll have to um, you know make waves in, in Bellator. And for the for, and my first fight, um, you know I've done that. And it's not as I said, it's not just by the fact that I walked out like I owned the place wearing pink hot pants and then knocked some fella out and yes. taking his chin off. You know. The next fight, you know, the ones that I want is Lawrence Larkin, is Pauline Daly, is Airtworm uh, Page, you know. There's another fella there called Terence Brazier, who I was looking for when he, he had a belt in Bama. Um, he, you know, he's the, he, he avoided me. He was the hide and seek champion for about three years while I was looking for him. And now he's calling me in. Um, but he's coming off a loss, so it, it needs to be interesting. You know, he's, right. he has nothing to offer me now. So, um, you know, I'm looking for the big boys now. And the big boys, the big boys, these so-called big boys, you know, they don't offer anything that I haven't seen before. I've fought world-class strikers that are better than these guys. You know, so yeah. these these guys know that. So yeah. they, by no means, they they're, they're going to hide behind the record and say that I'm only training one or what have you. But what I do bring is bums on seats. I bring interest. 
you know, if fun outside the cage or bring knockouts out, fun outside the cage and bring knockouts inside the cage. They don't want any of that. Uh, now, Conor McGregor, can you record this? Now, uh, McGregor, you guys are teammates. I take it you're pretty good friends. Seems like a really cool guy, uh, a good teammate. Um, when he was going to hop on that, that private plane to, to fly to New York to throw a dolly at the, at the uh, truck, right? My whole thing was how, how come he didn't have a friend to tell him, hey, man, this might not be a good idea. Uh, you, know, you might want to sit this one out. Like, did you know that he was planning on doing that? Nope. I didn't, um, I didn't know he was going to do that. How come he didn't have a friend to, to, to say, well, look, come here. I can't, you, that's, these are questions that you need to ask Connor. I, I'm not in a position. To <laughs> he, he, but he, he, he won't come on my podcast. So I'm asking right. you, but he won't come on this. So I'm asking you and, uh, you seem like a nicer guy to be honest. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm just saying like, I'm just saying, does he have anybody at the gym to tell him like, Hey man, you're partying too much or you're doing this too much. Are there, are there any big brothers there to kind of like mentor him and look out for him? So look, these, these aren't questions that I, I, I particularly want to get into because first of all, I, I don't know familiar with, I'm not familiar with, um, what, with, with, um, no Connor day to day in his, in his yeah. circle. Connor is doing exceptionally well yeah. by any standard. Of course. What I will say is to you, you give anyone that's after coming from, uh, social welfare, as we call it over here, or was it? I don't know what you call it over here. Welfare, yeah, well, yeah, welfare. Yeah. You give anyone hundred over one hundred and forty million, give them an unprecedented level of fame, okay, and then try and denigrate them over the fact that he's gone off to protect his friend, okay. I think that's look. Whether you agree with it, whether you disagree with it, is, I don't think you can't doubt that his intentions were good. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, you know. I think that I think the criticism that, that that's been leveled at him is really unfair, um, and it doesn't have any context or perspective. Um, notwithstanding that what he did, he's held his hand up. He's had to pay the price for it. He went to court. He got got a, you know, he got a, um, he got his punishment, and he took it like a champ. Of course. So that, as far as I'm concerned, that chapter is done. You know, focus on the positive things. I would say now, and give the guy, give the guy a break, and you know, and give him give him the credit he deserves. People, people have a huge fondness for building people up so they can knock them down. Of course. No, I'm just asking if there's anybody to kind of look out for him. That's what, that's what I'm trying to say, you know. There's, look, there's, there's lots of people looking out for him. But like I said, I'm sure there's lots of people looking out for him. But like I said, you give someone that, someone that unprecedented level of wealth and fame, you know. It's, it's a different life, so I, I'm not in a position to be able to. Of course, of course, of course. You know, a, a, do you have anybody? Do you have anybody look, look it out for you when, when you become that famous and that successful? I'm my own man. I, I know my. I know, I know where uh, my feet are firmly planted on the ground, and if I ever step out of line, my mom is tougher than any cage fighter. <laughs> 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 that's good. That, there you go. Uh, and, and then now that now that you're uh, the the face of Bellator, are women flocking to you? What do you mean nailed on the face of Bellator? They were flocking to me before. Oh, really? 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 I, I mean, because there's some hot Irish. I like Irish women are hot until they until some of their accents are kind of rough. Because they just sound they sound like they can beat the fuck out of me, <laughs> which, which I'm sure they probably can. But are, 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 you tell them that their accents are rough. They definitely beat the shit. Out yeah, of yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, are you getting a lot of girls? Uh, are women kind of in your life? You have a girlfriend, or are you getting tons of puss? What's going on? Talk to us. No, we don't have a girlfriend. I have a little boy, and he keeps me occupied. He's 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 he's, the fo- he's my focus now. So um, nice. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, he, he keeps he keeps me busy. So he's my focus. Um, 
so I I don't have any any uh, any particulars. How how old how old your boy? He's six. Now, he was six a few weeks ago. Now, when like you meet a girl, is is are, are, do they fall in love with him too? And you're like, oh, I want to be the, or are they kind of running for the hills? With with my son. Yeah, like when you meet, like when you go, like being a single dad, sometimes it could attract women or it could detract women, depending on the woman. Look, I, that's not something that's even in consideration. If a girl ever had a problem with that, that's just that's tough shit. She'd get the P forty five. She'd get this. She'd she'd be gone before she even uh, <laughs> Before she even had a chance. I like this um, guy. To answer your question, he's a very, very special boy. Um, he's a very, very lovely boy, very, very soft. And, uh, nice. You know, he's, a, he's, a great, he's a great kid. So, um, Are you putting him in, in, a, in a martial arts? Um, I'm a, no, I'd like to teach him how to defend himself, but I wouldn't like him to, to fight competitively um, or to, you know, I, I wouldn't mind him doing jiu-jitsu. But I'd like that, that to be his own choice. He can do whatever he wants. If he wants to play football, if he wants to be a ballroom dancer, he can do what he wants. I'd love to be able to ballroom dance. Him. Um, so, and you can see a bit of footwork that I have going around the cage. You know, I think that'd be quite <laughs> To answer your question, he can do whatever he likes to do and he'll have my full support. How do you get so confident, man? How do I get your confidence? Well, is it confidence? Like, I'm just... Start knocking people out. Exactly, I'm not telling lies. I'm telling exactly what it is. Like, I'm... I'm saying I've got good footwork, and I think it'd be transferable to the ballroom dance. <laughs> that's pretty accurate. You disagree? I, no, 100%. No, I got pretty good footwork, too. I was on the black dance team in college. I swear to God. I was on the black dance repertoire. And, uh, yeah. If I need dance lessons, I'll be sure to give you a shout, man. Yeah, but it's, it's all like 90s moves. So if you, it, It's very specific. If it's like, you know, yeah. 90s moves are where it's that, man. They're the kill moves, man. I agree. How, how old are you, by the way? I'm 25. You're 25. I'm a young 25. Yeah, you're young, man. You got you got the whole world ahead of you. I think he's at 35. 35. Oh, 35. 25. 35. I'm the arse 45. Fuck that. 35. Oh, 35. 35. Oh, good. 35. 35. Look, yeah, dude. Look, come here. If you see, did you see any 25 year olds move like me as fast as me, hit as hard as me, fight with their hands down like me? You can tell that I haven't taken much damage. The reason being is because I'm fast. I, yeah, I, but speed, isn't speed the first to go? Uh, and then, you know, sometimes keeping your chin up with your hands down might work against you. Yeah, if my speed wins, but it hasn't been <laughs> lightning fast. You know, I'm, about three, I'm three or four speeds. Like, come here, these guys, it likes, it's like looking at these guys in slow motion. Like, you could see, have a look back at the knockout on Saturday, okay? I'll just use that as, a, as an echo representation of how fast I am. Look how... As soon as he threw his jab, I was moving. I covered distance. My head was off the line, off his line. And despite him initiating the movement, I hit him much quicker before his shot even landed. That is speed. It's timing. I covered distance. Look how much distance I fight from and how quickly I cover it. No, you're great. You're great. You're very unconventional, though. I, I do get nervous that your chin's a little high just from what I was taught. But look, you're winning. And obviously, you're a world champion kickboxer. What the fuck do I know? Uh, but. It, it is unconventional, but it's it's also it's also um, what people don't understand. People see that my hands down the chin up, but they think it's based on um, they think it's cockiness, and it is cocky to a degree. But there's a purpose behind that. Okay, so what 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 Mikhail Boucher was doing? He was working out. He was looking to counter strike. Okay, so why I had my hands down, my chin up was to, to elicit. Well, that's how I fight anyway. But it elicits a reaction. It makes the opponent try to commit and step into that dead space. When you're when you're fighting someone as quick, as fast, and as precise as me, what invariably what happens is you get knocked out. Yeah, no, I I, I see it, man. I, I can't wait if you come to the U.S. I feel like uh, I feel like 
you know, the U.S. is, uh, they would eat you alive out here, man. I feel like people would like you. Uh, so. The, the more you like me, the more you not like me. That's, that's, that's their own prerogative. It's not something that I lay much uh, value on. But what, they, what I can guarantee is that they would be interested in me and they'd put bums on seats. Whether it's people who see me getting knocked out because they, they perceive I'm marrying, or whether it's people that enjoy, enjoy my style of fighting. Yeah. Um, that's, it doesn't matter. But they will. Like I'm not. This isn't controlled. This isn't an act. All I'm doing is telling you exactly what I telling you exactly what I see, exactly what I what I feel. And if people don't like that. Well, then that's their tough shit. To be honest, man. Now, how do you think you would do yeah. against a guy like Hodger Gracie or Ed Ruth or some of these uh, grapplers? Yeah, they they would they would pose a, a, a different challenge to what I have. But how would they do against someone who's with the explosive level of striking as I do? It's a, it would be a clash of styles. By all means, that by all means they would have the advantage in the uh, in the in the grappling stakes. However, the fight stands starts on the feet, um, so they would be at a disadvantage from the start. Um, and that's but not to say that as soon as they as soon as it gets into the grappling exchanges that they that the, as a foregone conclusion definitely not. Um, I would absolutely I would gladly take a challenge against either of these go, against any of those guys, um, and I would be walking in confident. Nice. Any questions, Tyler? For this, this nah, amazing I mean, my, fighter. My still a little scrambled. So fa- just, yeah, so Tyler had his, taking it all in. He 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 had his third amateur fight. He unfortunately got knocked out, but it was a great fight. Uh, but he's uh, he's he's also a, a brown belt in uh, jiu-jitsu and uh, he said he wants to come to your gym and then be, uh, and I uh, beat you up in Ireland. So he yeah, says he yeah, totally. He, he, said he, <laughs> he said he can't wait. You want to wait? You want to wait till that brain gets gets unscrambled? You know, you're thinking about 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 Anyone that gets into that cage with a huge amount of respect for it, so well done when getting in. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank One thousand percent, sir. Yeah, and and beautiful performance, man. It, I mean, if you're ever in LA or Vegas, are you, are you, when is the next time you come to the US? Well, I'm in the in the process of applying for my US working visa as we speak now. So, um, so I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait, but I I definitely aspire to get over there at some stage this year to fight. Let me know if I'm going to uh, sponsor you. I can I can definitely sponsor you, so uh, yeah. One hundred. One hundred. Now, where can people find you on Instagram and Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So you know, it's Richard Kylie MMA is my handle. So uh, catch me on that, and um, yeah, you. It's a. It's a, it's an it's an interest in social media. You know, I've been I've an interest in social media and. Uh, I'm no drinking boiler, so you 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 will see who I'm calling out on that anyway. Well, thank you Beautiful. for your, thank you for taking time out of your day to be on the podcast. Not we're huge fans. Please come back after you become the world champion. So uh, it'd be an honor to have you back. Great, thank you, my man. I appreciate the call and um, thanks for the interview. Anytime, Richard. See you now. Bye, bye. Later. All right, I like that guy. He's going to be a star. You think so, right? <clears throat> going to be a star. This guy's hilarious. It seems like that gym is just producing some fucking killers, too. <laughs> yeah. And he, they all got personalities. Yeah, that guy loved answering Connor questions. So. Uh, oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I was like, I was getting scared for a second. I mean, I get it. You know, I get it. Like, you know, he's coming on a, he's coming on a show to get interviewed. He doesn't want to be talking about other fighters. But at he the does. same time, he you're with Connor. Like Connor's not just it's just another guy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I was I'm too, sure he knows. You don't think no, I was too disrespectful? A, no, question, not right? at all. No. Not at all. I think he knows that those questions are going to come every time. I was asking him. Like, I was just honestly curious if Connor has somebody to like big brother him if he was the guy. That was really the question. You know, it wasn't like a. I wasn't even really putting him down. I'm sure you know, there are probably other ways to. 
probably could have said nicer things. But look, I'm hey, a whatever. huge Connor fan in the octagon. In the octagon, right. I'll, I'll watch him. I'll support him. And I'm sure he does a lot of really nice things for people. Yeah, he's uh, a cool guy. I mean, I met him. He came to the gym um, a couple years ago at, right after the, I think, the first Nate Diaz fight. And hit the bag. Super respectful. Very nice guy. Like, just... Yeah. Please and thank you. And, and the same like, goes for John Jones with me. Like John Jones in the octagon, I'm a biggest fan ever. You know, but you know, I'm also I'm, I'm a bigger fan of the way GSP conducts himself out of the octagon right. or right. Rashad Evans or you know, some of these other guys out there like uh you know, that really like you're like, wow, John Dodson or let's say or um yeah, I'd say. I mean, I'd say like like or, the, you know, ninety nine percent of the of the roster in both Bellator and UFC are probably very cool guys. Yeah, but there's always going to be you know. I mean, like Jones, if you're the baddest man on the planet, like John Jones yeah, arguably right. is, so like so yeah, what the fuck, you know? Like, what do you expect? This guy can literally kick anybody's ass he comes in contact with. You yeah. think he's going to be humble? Like, no, no, <laughs> no. But it'd be nice. No, but th- yeah, right. You can't. Every, everyone can't be Steven Mielczyk and be a part-time right. firefighter, or right. full-time firefighter. Or, you know, Daniel Cormier who coaches high school wrestling in his free time. Like, I get that. You right. know, but uh, whatever. Anyway, anyway, so I'm, I'm, I like that guy though, Richard Kiley. Uh, I think yeah, I'm he, looking forward to see. I would love to see him and Lorenz. Yeah, a, you know, um, you know, it, it's interesting because, you know, I'm obviously not a trained fighter, and when I when I look at him standing straight up with his hands down, I'm like, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, but yeah, I mean, like, it, like, I oh, I definitely wow. understand that. That's how I I always spar, just because it it gives you. But I'm a you know, he's a kickboxer, so it gives you that range for like front kicks and and if you can time them. You know, like he was saying, timing is is his big thing. Uh, round kicks, head kicks, like it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it it makes it makes the person that you're you're fighting seem like they can they can tag you when in reality they can't. So I get like I get it. And if it's working for him, it's working for him. Keep That's doing funny. it, you know? Like, why not? A, I heard there was a stitch in your camp. Like, I, I, I was trying to fuck with him. I heard Lorenz Larkin fuck you up. Like, just to fuck with him. So, like, what do you hear that? Yeah. Cause what are you talking about? Well, you can also tell that guy's a, a, that guy's a real nice guy. You could tell. You could, yeah. He seems like a sweet guy. Yeah. Uh, single dad, too. Shout out. Single dad. Single dad. That's awesome. And I didn't mean, like, I meant, like, I was, one, I was what, basically what I was trying to say is, like, uh, if my wife ever ever left me, uh, would it be harder or easier to get other girls? Yeah. Baby? <laughs> like so, when when she leaves, uh, so that was. Uh, <laughs> but the way that I guess I could have phrased it better, I right? maybe I should have been more direct. Um, now, what do you have coming up, Tyler? Um, not much. Focused on on healing up. Um, hopefully, I can get my my swelling down on my face before I go to Vegas on Thursday for UFC two thirty five. Um, yeah, I was. I was like, you supposed to coach yesterday. I'm like, I'm not sure it'd be that inspiring to the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, just keep your head up, okay? Uh, I don't want to look like you when I wrestle. Well, it sucks, man. Like, I totally forgot the the don't you know keep your head elevated rule. So I went to sleep. Like, I work graveyard shift doing security, and uh, I went to sleep. And just laid down flat and woke up, and I was all just right back to, to uh, looking like a fucking Navi from what was that movie? Avatar, <laughs> a damn Avatar monster. Um, so yeah, I called. I called him. Was like, hey, I gotta ice my face. Yo, but, Aldo came and held. I mean, 
it sucks. Like I'm not gonna be able to like coach this semester just because like yeah. the wrestling team that we coach, they just added a semester that we haven't ever done. Right. And they're like, hey, I'll see you at practice, and I'm like, you know. Like yeah, I might. I actually might not be able to coach either. My schedule's changing. <sighs> I'm starting to work days, so I'm like being I a being a, dad, a stay-at-home dad during the day. It's just like five hours in a car. Yeah, it's one thing when it's during the season, and we have we have an extra season as it is. Like season's really almost supposed to be from December to February, but I was like we were getting killed, right. so I I changed it to September to December. So now we're adding another season. Mm. So that that's why we don't have a match that first time. Interesting. Okay. So I'm like, this is now like an extra, extra season, which I don't know. They don't want to burn the kids out, but whatever. So now Aldo's doing it. And then Jay Moore called me up and he's like, hey, can I help coach? And I was like, sure. You know, I'm like, Tyler and Aldo are doing it this semester. I'm not doing it this semester. Then he asked me next, can I run practice Wednesday? And I was like, I just told you that I'm not running it. I go, but I'll check with Tyler and Aldo. I don't think they'll have a problem with you running yeah. practice. Come on, Jay. You know, so Come I think on it, over. I think he wants to run practice tomorrow. I'll text him. Yeah, yeah. But then he, but Jay is very like into like the mental coaching. Yeah, is, like he might have. Shit, I should, I could have used some of that. He might have all the kids thinking that they're like piranhas or something, or like. <laughs> I'm like, great. I'm gonna have ta- right. Tyler telling him to pull guard. The other guy telling him they're all piranhas. But all those, I wouldn't like, tell him to pull guard. All I'd those, be telling like, him joke it. All those threatening parents. This is some fucking establishment that I, I ran. It's fight club. It's if not I- wrestling anymore. It's just <laughs> fight club. That's what we should call it. Paul Revere Fight Club. What do you think, Paul Revere Fight Club? Are you gonna be a member? Well, um, cool. Well, this Friday night I will be at the Dirty at twelve thirty. If you want to come at uh, South Point. Yeah, I, mean, I was asking my. Uh, my boys, I think we're going to try to make it out there. Nice. South Point Casino this uh, Friday night, 1230. And then I got tickets to the fight. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I'll be at the fight on Friday. And then... Good t- good seats, huh? Uh, yeah, pretty good seats. Not and then, then I got the Reno coming up. Me. And just go to adamhunter.com. And if you want to buy, if you use Amazon, go to adamhunter.com first. Click on the Amazon banner. And then go to adamhunter.com. And then buy whatever you want. Uh, thank you, uh, Richard Kiley. You were awesome. Thanks, Greg Wilson. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to my baby, Violet, for sitting in with us. Anything you want to say, Violet? Hey, bye. Anything you want to say? Okay, she's good. All right, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Trap, sons, and trap, don't sons. Tunis, sons, to hook,